0: Hey everyone! Welcome to this week's live Q and A and announcements. I know it's not on schedule. Uh, the normal day is Fridays at uh, at two o'clock, but um, uh, but I said at three o'clock. I can't remember. It's been that kind of week, so. Um, uh basically yesterday, I'm just going to make some announcements first, and then as you guys jump on, we'll do the QA stuff. So I want to let everybody know what's going on with the contest. The first thing I want to do is, uh, is thank uh, Cheddar Pow, and Michael, uh, We Backtracks, and Bradulous for joining me on the Patreon Hangout yesterday. That is why uh, yesterday's live broadcast didn't happen, because um, starting this month, or should I say, yeah, December, we started a, a live Hangout session on Patreon. And um, and that was the test run yesterday. It went really well. I really had a great time. It was really nice for me. I got a lot of feedback and information um, from the guys. And uh, I got to learn. Uh, I got to meet uh, four great guys. So um, so basically, that's what happened with that. And so that kind of threw this off. The plan is to do that every the first of the month. And this, happened, this first happened to land on a Friday, which threw it off. So we're doing the QA today. So that's the announcement on that. Uh, Of course, I want to make a couple brief announcements and then like I said, we'll get into the QA. The first thing I also want to say, let me get back to it as I jump screens around, is... I want to thank everyone who supports, uh, the, the live QA. So, uh, the patrons, all the patrons and everybody who buys t-shirts and everybody who watches the channel. Uh, I want to thank you for your support. And then above that, I want to uh, give an extra thank you to, uh, Bradulist, Zachary Rowe, Michael Newman, Bruce Scaris, Jeff Howes, We Back Tracks, John Jax, Michael Shy, Justin Maybe, and, uh, David Madison. And, uh, and, think, and, of course, Lawrence Petros. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Lawrence Petros. Uh, I'm going to say Petros. 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 It's Petros, so you know. But I always say Petros. I think it's just in my the way I talk. Um, so, Lawrence uh, uh, Petros uh, for supporting the channel and everyone else. And uh, also to Lawrence yesterday for uh, letting me see some of his new prototype pedals that I'm not allowed to talk about, which was really, really cool. So, uh, the next announcement, of course, is the... Uh, the giveaways. The first giveaway that I want to announce is the fact that the uh, Quintessence pedal by TC Electronics, which had the nerd whammy tone print, was won by 801 Guitars and I uh, sent them a message through YouTube and I put it on the video uh, So they so they've been notified as soon as I hear back from them They'll get the pedal if I don't hear back from them in a reasonable amount of time uh, I'll have to pick a next the next winner. So there you go now the big deal is the the uh, is the uh, Sharpen My Axe contest, and we have the five winners there. So let me tell you what's going on with those people. First of all, they've all been notified, so uh, one of which has not responded back. So I picked five winners. One said they couldn't do it, so I had to pick another winner, and that is Lewis. So I'm waiting to hear back from Lewis. Uh, once I hear back from uh, him, uh, he's the fifth winner. If I don't hear from him or he can't do it, I will pick another winner and announce that. But the winners that win was Gregor, Alice, Jason and Bob, and Bob was our winner from our T-shirt and patron pool. Uh, Bob is a supporter of the channel. He wears T-shirts, uh, and uh, and uh, what's nice about that was, just so you guys know, was the. The, the overwhelming response you guys gave for this contest was amazing. It was three almost 3,000 entries, and it was amazing. I've been reading all of your guys' comments and stuff in those emails. I promise I can't respond to you guys because there's just too many, but I'll, I'll promise to read all of them and at least get a sense of what you guys are about out there because it's really interesting. You guys had some really cool things to, to talk about. Um, and then in the, the Patreon t-shirt pool, there was... 39 uh, people so bob won from that pool of 39 so a much smaller pool so i'm glad i could give back to to the uh to the not only everybody supports the channel but the the people that actually you know add even more support by doing those other tiers that all being said i'm very excited so uh my understanding is people are going to be shipping shipping me guitars this coming week and as soon as i get the guitars i'll be doing the videos because it's, it's when i get the, the guitar in the mail the first thing will be the unboxing and we'll just start going through it okay is that is that a kind of enough announcements, I guess. So I'm excited about all that. I hope you guys are excited. That I really, really think this this uh, sharpen my axe thing is going to be cool. And maybe it's something, maybe it doesn't need to be a contest. Maybe I can leave all you guys that that uh, put in um, entries. And as we go forward, you know, maybe this could be a monthly video. I pick one person, we do it. Uh, that could be something cool. So at least for a while. Um, so let's, let's see what's going on. What's going on with you guys? My week has been super crazy uh, as the holidays are coming. It just seems like it gets gets crazier. Yeah, I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, shucks, I didn't win. But yeah, you know, like I said, hopefully you'll enjoy the videos that get made um, because I, I, I'm, I'm excited. Like I said, I'm nervous because <laughs> it's putting me on the spot. Um, uh, Justin maybe says, hey, Phil, what gear is on my Christmas list? Um, oh, that's a good question. You know, believe it or not, I think the gear that's on my Christmas list or the gear I've been thinking about is, uh, I own currently two custom 24 CEs. Okay. Uh, I have the, uh, reclaimed hollow body and I have a regular one and, um, I like them so much, uh, that I'm thinking about actually maybe ditching one or two of my core PRSs. Um, cause I have two, well, I have three, the, the, the mirror right there, but otherwise I have two core guitars. I'm thinking about getting rid of one and just getting another CE. So, i really i really like the Cs. i can't keep playing them um other than that i don't know like i said i've had the the, the guitars that are on my brain is the gnl the kiesel the sir or the another prsce and when i say another i'd be getting rid of some guitars to get that one so those are my those are my guitars that are on my list um next what do we got Okay. So just got a lot of congratulations. I'm glad you guys are really happy for everybody won. I'm really happy too. I I really the responses I got uh, when they won were really, really exciting. Uh, Cheddar's saying hey, I was looking at the Trampus Green Satin CE24 this morning. Yeah, you know, there's just something. I think it's because I'm a strat guy. There's something about the CE24s that just feel more natural to me. I like the way they sound. I like those 8515 pickups. Everything I like about it. Um, I have the hollow one and then I can't see it, but there's. I have another one that I bought, and I've never. I don't think I've never demoed it or anyone's seen it. I bought it used, and I got it for like eleven hundred dollars. And um, it's a cool color; it's amber. But it when when I bought it, I asked how much it weighed, and they said like seven and a half. And I got it, and it's like eight and a half, and it's a little heavier than I like, but it's it's fine. Um, uh, ben saying Mary P- Spender was is cool. Yes, she is. she was she's very cool and um, she's very talented and super nice and I, I'm glad I'm, I'm very l- lucky that she interviewed me for her Tuesday talks and I had fun. If you couldn't tell in that video, I was sick as a dog, so you know <laughs> at that point at GitCon, I uh, oh I was not feeling too great, but I was pushing through. Okay, next question is. Um Frank's asking, saying hey I should check out the KSR amps uh this coming NAM. All right, let's write that down. Well now it's in the it'll be in the thing check out KSR amps. I will do that. Um that's a good you know that's a good idea too. Maybe you guys should just suggest things that you're interested in me checking out at the NAM show. Um last year or this year I did a thing at the NAM show called the scavenger hunt. It was really interesting. I would really like to do that this NAM. So that's my really, one of my, I have, I have four ideas on, on videos I want to do for NAM, and I want to keep them kind of secret close to the chest, but one of them is the scavenger hunt. And what I want to do since we're in the future now and through Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, you guys can contact me. You can send me information. Uh, I was thinking about day one, you guys, you guys send uh, what booth you want me to go to and what you want me to see or do. And then I go do it. And then I post the video real quick. You know what I mean? Real, real quick. That's a, you know, just. Commando just go, you know, right. I thought it'd be fun. So so in real time and then and you guys can use maybe we'll use like thumb ups You know and stuff to vote. So if somebody puts a suggestion, it's just I go by majority rules So you guys can keep suggesting things, but obviously whoever gets the most thumbs up So if somebody says go to the Ibanez booth and check out the new RG 550s You know or hey go, you know, do this. I think that will be fun. I think it can be really interesting um Uh, Blake says, Chapman guitars, any thoughts? You know, I tried to buy, I thought, you know, I got so many questions about Chapman guitars uh, for so long. I thought, you know, they got a new Indonesian line. Let's buy one and review it. So I went to buy one and they were out of stock. There was one, I think one guitar in stock at Rift City. Uh, so if you guys are finding Chapman, don't, don't, not, not overseas where it takes two weeks, three weeks to get to me. But if you guys know any USA dealers that have Chapman Indonesian guitars, the $399 ones in stock, um, send that, put that in the comments down below. Um, because I, I am trying to actively buy one and review it. I, I don't want to contact Chapman. I don't want to be associated with those guys in any way. When I do the review, um, this review is going to be either, I'm going to get hammered because if I like it, I'll get hammered as a fanboy. If I hate it, I'll get hammered is, you know, uh, cause the, the fanboys of Chapman will hate what I say. Uh, so I just want to be super impartial. I'll just buy one of my own money and basically you know see what i think but i am curious so and like i said the korean guitars i think are going to be great because I, I played those and korean guitars are, are good quality but i'm really curious to see can his indonesian guitars hold up to other indonesian indonesian brands i've i've played um lance phillip just gave me two bucks hey i'll put that towards the chapman guitar <laughs> thanks lance <laughs> so i uh, appreciate that um and then uh, Ed Bailey saying, "Ask Arya Pro at Nam why they don't have a U.S. importer." You know, see, and we'll put that in the comments of the question. when I when I index this, I'll be indexing this tomorrow. Uh, for those of you new to the to the show, I index the questions in the comments and in the uh, in the description. Um, but it takes me about an hour and a half to two hours to do that. And unfortunately, uh, that's why this is all wacky too. I have some stuff I have to do tonight. So I'll be doing that tomorrow. But that is a great idea. Um, you know what, uh, Ed, thank you so much for that. Um, I think that's a great idea. You know, questions you guys might have. I have no problem going up to anyone at NAMM, anyone, and asking them a question that's legitimate. So if you want to ask questions like that, you know, like, why do you pick this menu? You know, why do you go to this? You know, why do you make this uh, guitar in this country? Or why does this guitar have this? Or like that. Why is there no importer? Um, yeah, I'll ask. Why not? And then, and I'll probably do is I'll ask uh, if you guys have questions, put those in the comments down below, I'll start rounding them up. And then um, we could also do that with the um, the scavenger hunt. It doesn't have to be just about getting guitars. We could, uh, we could, you could do that, go ask this person this and then I'll go ask, cause they're there. What I want you guys to think about is what I've been thinking about. Instead of, instead of just going to the NAMM show and looking at the newest gear, okay? Cause there's a ton of channels doing that and there's a ton of great places doing that. Why not do this? Is my my mindset, and I want you guys all as 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 uh, the supporters of this channel and what we do here. Uh, I want you to think the same way as me for this this year's Nam. Let's do what we can't do anywhere else. What can we do at Nam that you can't do anywhere else? Like I can ask the CEO of a company something. I can ask the builder of a company something. I can ask questions. I can look at stuff. You know, uh, what does the back of this one guitar neck feel like? You could ask me that, what, Phil. Hey, what does the new uh, 2018 Gibson Les Paul and neck feel like, you know, and I'll go and grab it and I'll feel it and I will go, hey, this is what I think it feels like, and I'll just do that description. So something, a question, you know, it's instead of virtually be there through video, what about other other senses? Can we ask questions? Can we, you know, see how stuff feels? Uh, Jeff just also uh, gave me five bucks. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, I appreciate that. Again, <laughs> uh, I'll put that towards the Chatman guitar, unless unless you don't want me to. But I think that that'd be good. I, I I don't mind doing that um let's see yeah <laughs> adam says you're gonna get hammered question mark uh yeah uh yeah you, probably you're saying because when i said about the chapman guitar yeah you know it's a it's a controversial subject so the only way i can do it is the way i've done like a lot of the videos i've approached which is uh, i'll tell you right now when i review the chapman guitar it's going to be i'm going to open the box and it's just going to be whatever it is i I, in fact, so you know, when I was looking at Rift City guitars to order one, I specifically had set up a, a secondary. I, I have a PO box, a secondary account name. I didn't want anyone. I don't want, want. I don't want anybody to know it's me that buys the guitar. I'm trying to keep it really stealthy, so I don't want anyone to say, "Oh, uh, you know, they they knew it was you." Um, not that they would anyone care. I just don't want you guys to think that there's any bias going on. Uh, and then David said, good experiences with Rift City guitars, pedals, nothing bigger yet. Yeah, uh, you know, I, I hear not, no bad things about Rift City. So that's that's always good. Uh, I hear good things and not bad things. So let's see. Uh, okay, uh, Carlos uh, says, how are mom and pop stores competing with the digital marketplace? Um Will my favorite guitar shop disappear? Um, you know, I, this is—we're uh, all opinions, right? I'm just going to go, um, but I'm going to give you my opinion with all my experience and everything I've been doing uh, in this industry. There is no absolute zero. In other words, there is no—there is no day where there is no mom and pop stores. I don't care what happens. The—the uh, the reason is—is is think about—think about this. In the, and I can only talk about the United States, right? So in the United States, there are still sewing machine and vacuum cleaner repair shops in this country. Um, you know, there's not a lot of them. You're going to have to look for them, but there's somebody still doing those type of services. Um, why? Because even though most people buy throwaway c- vacuum cleaners, there are still a few, there's still a few cut marketplaces where, you know, repairable vacuums are apply. So what I'm going with that is that same thing. There always is going to be a customer element. And as long as there's a customer, there's some, there's an entrepreneur out there that wants to satisfy that need and make money. So there's always going to be some customer who wants to have a tangible experience with touching things and being in a store and being in an environment. Um, So I don't think that they have to worry about that being destroyed by that. But I will say this. I think the smartest mom and pops embrace the digital marketplace as well. Why not? Um, You know, the best thing I can say, the best advice I could give to any mom and pop shop is, you know, while you're at home sleeping at home, resting from the hard day of work, if you have a website, if you have digital, uh, the internet working for you, it's nice to have revenue coming in when you're not working. So the next day when you open that store and you turn that key, there's orders, whether those orders are just some small orders or a pedal or whatever, it's still orders. And that's free money because your costs are fixed. You have to pay rent. You have to pay, you know, everything is for the month is fixed. So it's extra revenue. So embrace those things, um, and try to do, do what you can with them. So I I, I like, I, I like the idea. Hopefully that they'll, they'll embrace both okay next one was your thought on the hardware on the hardware tube modeler black widow mgp1a if you don't know check it out that is that is that that that's that crazy preamp right uh and i'm just making sure phil that i'm right phil is that the one that robert baker just uh kind of demoed and checked out or whatever did an open box on i'm pretty sure i'm right i'm also, very sure they sent me an email asking me if I would check it out. Um, you guys can. This is a good time if you guys don't know what that is, uh, please uh, Google it if you want to. It's the Hardware Tube Modeler Black Widow MGP One A Preamp. It's an all tube modeling preamp. It's like twenty five hundred dollars. They did send me an email asking me if I was interested in reviewing it. I did not respond yet. My main reasoning is I was uh, I'm on the fence uh, about a very large, heavy. $2500 preamp modeling system. I just don't know how much interest there is out there with you guys to see that. Uh, maybe if you're just curious, I'll check it out for you. I, I'm not sure. You know, it doesn't cost me anything. They're willing, they're willing to ship it to me and let me review it. So if you think I should do it, we'll do it. If you guys think, uh, you know, you know, I, I, I'm just, I wasn't sure, you know, I don't. Okay. Uh, the next question is, Dodla says, I think this is the first know your gear I've watched live. Awesome. Well, I'm glad you can make it. I I thought that's the benefit of even the schedule being wacky this week. Uh, at least, you know, on a Saturday at a weird time, maybe somebody who has never seen it live will be able to pop in. And like I promised before I said, look, I'm trying to stick to the Friday schedule and, um, and, uh, and it, it works for most of the time, but if it doesn't, I promise I said, look, I'll just do it on a different day. I won't skip a lot of you guys. Uh, have, have voiced to me over and over again that they you don't like it if I skip and I really enjoy doing it so you know uh me too first live oh Ethan's first live too awesome Ethan and Bill all right see I, we scooped up some new people that's uh, the next question is for, uh, so it says, Hey Phil, what do you think of Ibanez reissuing the RG550s for 2018? Well, it's a 30th anniversary. Uh, I, I, I guess that's going to be cool. I don't know if they're Japanese. I assume they are, and they might be Indonesian. I'm curious. Um, uh, I, am I have an uh, uh, an affection towards that model. I have one. I have an RG550, uh, 25, 25th year anniversary in Roadflare red. Uh, I've had the yellow one before. So I, I think it's cool they had the purple they had another color too I think there's four colors right there was like black yellow the red which is an orange uh and the purple and I thought there was one other one and uh, so I'm, I'm interested but I'm more interested about how about you I'm interested about the price the last time so here's the deal this will tell you the the economics of of of, of the of the of the guitar community right now and five and five years ago when they came out they were a thousand dollars a piece one thousand dollars so will be interesting to see what they are this year of uh, 2018 are they more are they the same but made in Indonesia are the same and still made in Japan I'm trying to get a pin here um, so uh, that's so I'm very curious about that and that'd be something that'd be cool on the scavenger hunt to check out okay uh, Nigel. Uh, Nigel wants to know, hey, Phil, a telly with a humbucker in the neck, what do you think of them? I think that if you see, that's the biggest trend. If I was going to say there's a trend in tellies, uh, there's definitely, that's one of the biggest trends is putting a humbucker in the neck. And I think it's because a lot of people realize that's a lot of people who play tellies play the neck position. You know, right? You get the twang, the the, the bite off the bridge, you get that warm, huge chord uh, sound off the neck position and putting a humbucker in there. Uh, I love the idea. And um in fact I was almost I was almost bought it. I was on the fence this weekend on uh musician's friend, they had a GNL and this beautiful, like seam foam green looking metallic uh paint job, one of the uh, GNL Telly for three fifty. It's normally four fifty. And I kept thinking about buying it, kept thinking about buying it, and the other thing that held me back was um you know, I I I just didn't know if I needed another guitar. <laughs> It's hard to justify them at some point, um, you know. And also, I'm trying to, if I get one, to get rid of one, and you know. Uh, so, anyways, uh, so yeah, uh, I love the idea of a, a humbucker in the neck. I think it's really great. Um, so, technically, in my telly, I have a humbucker in the neck. It's just a stacked humbucker. It looks like a single coil, but it's a stacked humbucker. But I like the idea of a full size humbucker. Um. You know, I'm going to feel bad because I, I, it jumped and I didn't see your name, but I got the question, which was, what do I think of P90s and Les Pauls? And I think they sound at, fantastic. I have a Les Paul Goldtop with P90s in it. I like it. Uh, the P90s, it, it, they're a little noisy sometimes. Uh, so sometimes I like the idea of the noiseless uh, uh, P90s. Really think about getting some Lawler P90s because they, they sound fantastic. I've always liked P90s and Les Paul. You know, in fact, to me, a P90s and Les Paul through a marsh lamp just has a, a fantastic sound. It's a perfect amount of crunch it doesn't it's that's it's that it's that beautiful like marriage of a little bit of aggressive and a little bit of, you know, classic smooth sound. And I can't even say the name FAG says just put a hot rail in my telly. It sounds great. Yeah. Um, I think hot rails, the rail pickups and tellies are some of my favorite selling guitars. Uh, uh, my my buddy Scott has uh, basically choppers in his telly from DiMargio, which is different than the hot rails from Seymour Duncan, but also very good. Uh, love them. Uh, those those things that you know, in a telly, many humbuckers just have a little little bite to them, you know, it gives you the kind of the, the snap and punch of a single coil, but the fullness and no noise of a humbucker. So, um, The question there's just a question says evh 50 watt el 34 that's one thing i would like to see so at the nam show that's something i'd like to check out so so if you're interested in that gtm just uh just put that we'll do that as part of the um uh, the the scavenger hunt to say hey that's what i want you to check out when i say scavenger hunt so you understand what i'm th- I'm, I'm talking about i'm not talking about you tell me to go to booth and i go there and i do a 30 minute video and then you won somehow you were the one i picked i mean you guys give me like 20 things to do per day I'll hit all 20 and then I'll edit it into a montage and it'll just be like bam, 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 bam. You watch a 15 minute video and you see 20 booths and all the, and, and, and I'll index the, hey, this is what the, this is what the person wanted. This is what I did. This is what the person wanted. I think it'd be fun just to kind of, kind of see. Um, plus, uh, it's not only would it be interesting to see what I did with that, but also, you know, what questions were, were the winners or what thoughts were the winners? Um, okay uh jason wants to know phil wiggins brand vintage compared to texas uh, uh to the texas strat or telly uh so i've had both wiggins pickups the vintage and the texas um and i preferred the texas that was my preference um and and then that was because uh william kind of suggested hey you need to try the texas and he i bought a set of texas from him and i agreed i liked them a little better than the vintage however since then, I've learned so much about single-coil pickups. What I will tell you, for me, what I've learned is uh, pi- single-coil pickups for me need to be a little hotter. I want everything to be like the 60s era pickups. So I want them a little hotter than the 50s to warm them up. So definitely to Texas. And and I think the only thing that's special about Texas set is just the bridge is a little hotter. Yeah, see, somebody was saying the Scavenger last year was great. Well, the Scavenger last year was impromptu. I just I was at the show and I thought, let's do it. That's why this year I want to have a little bit more organized, a little more control of it. Um, somebody helping me with, you know, keeping track of what everybody's sending me. Um, uh, and, I, and like I said, I think it'd be fun. What a great way to kind of uh, all be there together. You know, uh, you can live vicariously through what I'm doing uh, if you're not there. If you're not, you don't have the opportunity to be at the damn show, why not, you know, see what it's like, you know. Um, I, I, and like I said, I'm pretty open for anything. If you guys even say like, hey, go and show us what the gift shop looks like at NAM, <laughs> All right, fine. We'll go check that out. That's what everybody wants to see. That's what we'll do. Uh, season, season Neptune. Uh, Jimmy, hey, Season Neptune. I uh, love my shirt, by the way. You know, uh, you gave me a bunch of shirts. From a, I gave one to my wife. My wife was wearing the other day. And when I saw her, I said, hey, you're wearing a Season Neptune shirt. So that was really cool. Um, and it says, uh, so great band. Everybody, please check them out. I'll put that in the link when I do the index. Hi, Phil. What do you think about the Gretsch White Penguin? Thinking of getting one in left-handed. Uh, it's a great guitar. It's it's uh, it's They're pricey. But they're great. You know made in Japan very good. I obviously have a Japanese Gretsch. The quality is really good I've always felt like they've been a little overpriced for what they are But it's a uh, take it or leave it proposition you either You either pay the price and get the, the Gretsch and pay that money for the Japanese Gretsch or you don't um, So there, there you go. So there's nothing you can you can do I was gonna say there is some cool versions of that guitar in the Electromedic series that are white. that are not the penguin, but they kind of look that way. They're very good but I didn't ever see. I've never seen one in a left-handed one, so I don't know if that would help you out too much. Okay. Okay. Adam says go and sneak up behind Jim Marshall, and poke his butt cheek. Okay, but Jim Marshall passed away, so that that could be a much creepier thing than you're suggesting. <laughs> so, um, just you know, and uh, uh and. So yeah, so I uh, I don't think I'll do it to Jim Marshall just because, you know, obvious reasons. All right, what do you think about the Line 6 Firehawk? Ah, oh, you know, I don't even think I know what that is. Is that that weird, really loud speaker system thing? I can't remember. You know, it seems like Line 6 is like, they're just fading away. You know what I mean? I mean, they got the Helix and that's really good. And, you know, so I, it, it seems like each month, whether you realize it or not, when somebody brings up Line 6 with me, I realize I'm becoming less and less familiar with the product line because I see less and less of it. So I'm just not sure. But uh, I'm I'm a fan overall of Line 6 stuff. I've always felt they're really good. You know, at one point they were, they were really good. And, and but, <laughs> okay. Uh, so you guys put funny, funny comments. <laughs> so uh, and season Neptune's gonna say said they're gonna send me the first copy of their album from the printers that would be that would be awesome um but so you know uh it, I don't even have CD player in my car, so if you do it i'll I'll rip it um uh, although I don't have a CD player on my computer either <laughs> see how the world is changing fast uh, I don't have a CD player in my car I don't have a CD player on my Macbook and either in my Macs um. My wife's Mac doesn't have a CD. It doesn't have a CD drive in it. So, um, but I'm sure I, you know what? I'm pretty sure I can use my daughter's computer and rip it. So that's what I'll do. Okay. So it says, Phil, do you ever think that there will be a show on the GitCon scale for the general public to attend? I don't know. The, you know the, right now there's a lot of discussion about GitCon and what they're doing and how they're prepping for the NAM cuz they're going to have a mini GitCon kind of vibe thing there at the NAM at the Frams booth um and um you know they're asking for volunteers for next year i think please don't don't get me in trouble if i'm totally wrong but i thought that's what they're doing they need more volunteers for next year so if you're serious maybe contact henning um but please only if you're serious cuz he he's really that guy works An insane amount of hours (laughs) so um oh okay so jason says hey phil what does the cocapella pedal from lpd sound like any comparisons great great question i actually i actually have the video for the cocapella done I'm, i'm finishing editing right now but just that you said comparison is really interesting to me Maybe I need to cut, splice some of that stuff in, a comparison, because that would be an interesting thing, right? If you heard it, that wouldn't tell you much. But what could? what is it compared to or what's comparable to it? You know what? I will make sure that gets done. But that's this week, Jason. Um, I promised uh, – uh, well, I didn't promise. I told uh, uh, Lawrence on Friday when we were having lunch. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do your Cocopelli review. And he's like, really? And I'm, I think it's like the third time I'm telling – I told him I was going to do it. <laughs> I'm still undone. Uh uh Hey Phil, what's your opinion on the Eric Clapton mid boost circuit for strats? Is it worth it? Yeah, we talked about this in the past. I think it's cool. Uh, I've always liked it. Kind of reminds me of what uh, Sir has a kind of vibe like that, and so does uh, uh, G&L Have circuits that are kind of like that to me in my in my impression of it. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, no, very very cool stuff for sure. Definitely makes the guitar sound. Fatter, huger, bigger kind of thing. Mike saying trio or trio plus. Uh, Mike, if you can still find the trios for fifty bucks like they were on the uh, last weekend, uh, do the trio for fifty bucks, uh, or find someone who bought one 50 bucks. See if they'll scalp it to you for just a little bit more than that. And, and uh, but boy, that was that's that's a hard deal to beat, fifty bucks for that pedal. Phil, okay. Says uh, Brendan says Phil, man, when you are announcing the winners for the mod your guitar as well. For the budget, what types of pedals? Okay, I'm a little lost. Let's try this again. Phil, when you are announcing the winners for the Mod Your Guitar, as well for the budget, uh, what types of pedals, like distortion, reverb, chorus, overdrive, should I put... Ah, oh, jumped. I'm sorry, guys. You know what? It hasn't been jumping lately. Okay, should I put on my pedal board? That's two questions I think Brandon is saying. So I think he's asking me, when am I announcing it? I announced it at the beginning of this video. So you just have to watch at the beginning of the video who the announcer, the winners are. And so the next question is, uh, what budget types of pedals like distortion, reverb, chorus, and overdrive should I put on my pedal board? That's another thing. So um, I actually was working on that video uh, right now, a budget pedal video. And uh, the company that I made the mistake of interacting with was, uh, I don't know, a disaster. So how about that? Um so I, I don't know how to even go it was a waste of my time so it kind of threw me off schedule because i thought i was going to be uh, you know sometimes sometimes i'm dealing with a company and i think oh this will be cool because what happened was a company makes inexpensive pedals reached out to me and i thought this is a good opportunity to do something like that let's do a budget you know video and stuff and uh, and i have a bunch of pedals so i thought i compared it to some other pedals and it didn't work out so i got to kind of rethink how i'm going to kind of approach that Hey Phil, when we review the Hughes and Kittner uh, Grandmeister? once I'm familiar with it, uh, that's from Guitar Hack. It's right there behind uh, behind me. Um, uh, Hughes and Kittner sent this amp to me, of course, and uh, they, you know, obviously we, we met at GitCon, and they sent a bunch of YouTubers the amps. Uh, at Pixie got one, and uh, the Tone King got a two Meister. And they sent the pedal and stuff. And I don't want to review it until I uh, totally understand it. There's a lot going on. Just the foot switch and understanding the electronics and the midis and all the stuff. And it's got a, a, a wireless Bluetooth system, <laughs> you know, attachment. I've been learning and playing it. And, um, so once I'm familiar with it and I feel like I can actually tell you guys, Hey, I think I understand it. Let's talk about what it is. Uh, first impressions of it are very good so far. I really like it. Um, and they, they, I, I told them, uh, for sending it to me, I would put it in the videos and turn the light on. So that's why it's in the videos with light on. Hey, you know what? They they get you know the anything I can do to help them. I told them I said anything I can do to help since they were nice enough to to pay to be at GitCon and 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 we use their their amps the entire time at GitCon and stuff. And they seem like really cool guys. They even offered to give me a name badge uh, if I didn't have one. Stuff like that is just just cool. So they didn't they didn't ask for anything for that. Cowtown Custom says. Uh, I would like to see a new and interesting stuff from small shops and startups at the NAMM show. You know, that's, see, that's what is a great, thank you, Cowtown. That's a, and thank you for the, the $5. That's, that's really cool. Uh, that's a really interesting and cool idea. Um, you know, uh, that could be a category for, uh, so see, we're, we're learning and we're, we're, gonna, we're gonna, going to, we're going to go on with this. Maybe for the scavenger hunt categories, you know, best in show, uh, best new piece, new, best new product. Um, you know, what's the, you know, maybe, you know, for the scavenger hunt, you know, it be funny. So you're finding new and interesting shops, then, you know, the most interesting new small company out there, um, things like that. So that could be all kind of cool stuff. And uh, so now that I've said it all, it'll be in the index and something we can re, re- go back to. And, uh, Nathan, uh, Nathan, Sanye, Nathan. Hey, what's up, Nathan? Uh, hey, Phil, random Digitech pedals have been going on sale for 50 bucks. Bone shaker, Gonculator, that's a cool name, the gonculator. And now the Lux Detune. Any thoughts? Stoke for NAM? I am super stoked for NAM. I've been because I, I told everybody I was a little concerned. I didn't want to go there and just be generic and, and, and so I've come up with a lot of ideas I think are gonna be fun. And they're gonna be fun for me. So I think if they're fun for me, you know, it just makes the whole experience better for everybody. If I'm excited and you're excited, we're all excited together. So yeah, I'm excited for NAM. And yeah, the pedals are probably not selling. Uh that would be my ex- <laughs> you know the the uh, Digitech is in a very crowded market of pedals and they are a digital pedal company and so making stamp boxes isn't really where their 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 strengths lie nothing wrong with any of those pedals in my personal opinion but uh, you know it's more of a it doesn't matter if the pedals are good or not it is is there a place for them in the marketplace and i kind of got the vibe when i saw them coming into the market so strong with so many pedals there wasn't and now that i see them discounting i'm i'm thinking that instinct was right Dylan, uh, says, Hey, thank you, Dylan for the super chat says, Hey, hey, Phil, first time catching this live stream. Awesome. Have you tried the electro Harmonix uh, hum debugger? Uh, what do you think of it? Um, I have, it was a really cool pedal. I, I have found very few, uh, electro Harmonix pedals that I don't like. I own very, uh, i own a lot of them cause a lot of them are very, uh, reasonable priced. They, uh, and, and that's a pedal I liked, uh, a lot. So, um, it's, it's, uh, it's a cool, but I know I have one. You know what? Maybe that's, that's another thing I was thinking about too. I was doing some demos. I'm trying to, I did the boss uh, um, blues driver. What I want to do is I'm trying to go backwards a little bit instead of just always like, this is the new thing. Look at this new thing. The company came out, new thing. What about just going back and looking at good pieces of gear that I have and I've had for years and why I've had them for years? What what's what's the what's, What could be a better review than, hey, I've had this for seven years and I love it. <laughs> you know what I mean that's better than hey I've had this for seven days and I think I like it a lot so uh, so I'll be hitting that stuff uh, pretty hard and uh, that's why uh, you'll see a ramp up of videos as we go um, hey Phil we reviews oh yeah I already did the, the he's and kinder RNA music says so excited what's up RNA music That's awesome they, uh, I was just finishing up a bunch of your videos yesterday watching them what are your okay Somebody likes their S2. They said it's a single cut and it's amazing. I like my single cut S2. I agree. It's also amazing. Uh, Jim says, hey, Phil, what do you think of the JoJo Blue Jay as a pedal platform? Oh, interesting enough, uh, Jim. I have the the Blue Jay and um, I have the Blue Jay and I have the uh, the red one. What's that one? The J. Jackman? I have the Jackman. I have the Blue Day, blue Jay and the Jackman. I have not reviewed them because JoJo sent them to me to review. And then I was going to do the review, and then they said... Uh, then, talking to them, they said, well, we sent you all of them. And I said, no, I got two of them. And they go, oh, we'll send the rest. And I haven't got the rest. Um, so... Uh, so I think I'm just going to do this, but so, you know, of all those heads, uh, that I try to get con, uh, so I've tried them all, uh, the, that is the, the blue jay is the, my favorite one. In fact, of all those heads, I think that's my favorite one. And here's why none of them have reverb. So to me, having a small amp that has a cool sound, um, you know, but it doesn't have reverb means you're going to have to plug something in the effects loop or use it as a pedal platform. And to me, it's all about small, portable. They're definitely loud enough. I actually did a test with the Blue Jay. If this helps, I took the Blue Jay and I compared it to my uh, Princeton Reverb, which is a twelve watt tube amp. And I got my decibel meter out and I played them both. I cranked them up, so they're just clean. But I cranked them up, and they were both hitting the same, uh, like ninety one decibels. So uh, what's interesting about that is, so they were they were putting out the same amount of volume for the most part, and they're doing it rather well both started farting out and getting bad around the same spots too so i highly recommend the blue jay out of all those uh those uh bantam amps by jojo that's the one i recommend the most for uh because uh, because you can use it as a pedal platform you take it to me that's what i would want it for i take it i have it in the in the in the car i'm jam with some buddies or if you're at a gig your amp go, goes crappy you put that on your cabinet you plug your cabinet you plug your pedal board in that saves the day could be a cool cool amp to have uh and and like i said it sounds good too so yeah I recommend it so how do you soundproof your guitar room um, well you know you can do anything to you know you can buy sound uh, you could soundproofing and sound dampening are different my room is sound dampened so if that makes any sense so I have a uh, egg a studio style egg uh, shaped Craig uh, foam in sections of my in this room and that's why when you hear there's no echo in this room because there's no furniture in this room i have a i have a uh ta- i don't use a desk it's just, people are different right i use this uh like art table that raises and lowers i just like it i uh, use a laptop i'm a very mobile type personality i don't like to stay in a room I, I if i if i stay in a room too long i get kind of agitated so i uh i only own laptops and i tend to work at the kitchen table and then i work on the couch and then i work uh at this at this uh, table and then i'll work i just move around just throughout the day so um uh so anyway so because of that there's no you know there's there's no furniture to suck up the noise so um but one thing that i i do that works well for me is i use a lot of drapes this room has a lot of drapes in it and on the other sides and i use the uh foam and that sound dampens it um but soundproofing is a totally different mess uh but it depends. Also, it's a budget thing. If you have the budget, you get nice studio stuff. If you have no budget, you get carpet remnants. You know, that's back in the old day. A lot of us remember back in the old day, carpet remnants. If you anyone has ever worked at or played in band jam places, I've played in many places where your bands, you know, practice practice studios and uh carpet on the walls. And if you were if you were a high society folk, you got new to almost new carpeting. And if you were not, you got the old carpeting, and it was the rooms where you didn't touch the walls because the carpet looked gross so i have no no shame in where i've been in my life every everything i've done has gotten me where i am so you know if you got a you gotta the journey is always fun so yeah i'm not gonna lie uh i've we've had some pretty stinky rooms <laughs> with low budget pay four guys k- killing to make a to pay a 130 thirty dollar rent for the month <laughs> Hi, Phil. Uh locking tuners uh, for my strat without breaking the bank. Oh, you know what, Mike? I I, I like there's a bunch of them out there for the strat. If, if, definitely check out the fender ones because they're 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 pretty inexpensive. You can find them online for about 50 bucks. It's not horrible. You don't have to mod anything, they'll plug right in. Um, I like those ratio tuners by GraphTech. They're a little pricier, but they have the adapters and they also will go into the the Fender uh the uh, headstock. So, those are two to go with right there. Everything else, HipShot has the ump plates, and you can do those as well. I like those as well. Those are the three brands I would check. There's probably a ton of stuff you can find parts online, and somebody probably give you some good, some good uh, uh, feedback in the comments. Me personally, those are the ones I've had great experiences with. And I, I don't tend to, if I can find something I like for 50, 60 bucks, I'm not going to shoot for 40 and try the unknown. So that's my problem. Sometimes I'm a little, you know, save 10 bucks is great. But if I don't know and, you know, and if I what's the and a lot of times when you find the good uh, inexpensive parts, the return policies are a little uh, dodgy because they're, you know. Okay, why not me? People are not watching as much TV, so they will start moving moving charges to the Internet government and get involved. Get ready to pay for everything. Phil's thoughts. Oh, Okay, is this net neutrality? Uh, not really, but kind of. You know, net neutrality. Please, guys, if you're out there uh, and you keep hearing the word net neutrality or the term net neutrality, please take a moment to just Google search it, read about it. It's a big deal. It's a disaster. Uh, everything we can do to stop it would be be amazing. Um, you know, it, you know, we got so yes. The truth is this it, you know my problem right now lately the show i've been jittering in the um in my live streams i pay for the highest tier package that i can from my internet supplier to make sure i have unlimited upload or not upload unlimited data for the month on my home for my internet and i have uh upload speeds if you guys are familiar upload speeds like five is like bare minimum i think i have 12 uh upload speeds which is pretty good and i'm constantly having trouble and uh, And I call them and I say, look, you know, you're saying I have 12 upload speed, but I mean, I'm still having issues with uploading. So the Internet is the future, and therefore we're probably going to have to pay for it. So I'm trying not to be a pessimist about it, but my cable company has given me no vote of confidence in the last few months dealing with them. Uh Damon asked about comparison guitars. You know what? See, that would be a good scavenger hunt. Never played a comparison guitar. Don't know anything about them. Seen pictures of them online. So if they're at the Nam show, that would be something that I would recommend that you send to me and say, hey, uh, you know, and when we get closer to Nam, I'll explain how the, you know, we do the scavenger hunt. We'll make it really easy. Nothing tricky. I know a lot of you don't like Facebook and Instagram and other kind of sources. I'll find a way to make it to where you can just get information right to me. So Uh, what we'll probably do, I'll probably, to be honest with you, is I'll just set up a a quick, easy Gmail account that goes right to my phone. I have some now, but I'd like one isolated to just the scavenger hunt and you can send messages straight to that. Something like that. It'd be super easy. So it'll go to my phone. And as I'm walking around the place, I'll get the messages. Can you use that email when we had contact last time, Phil? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. Season, uh, season Neptune's asking me the question about how to send me stuff. Yeah. The best way to send me stuff is I use I two email addresses. They're legit. Uh, there is no weird, uh, you know, spam email. Um, gear at gmail.com is where you send questions. And, and then I filter them into folders. Uh, P McKnight seven. So it's P and then McKnight seven, the number seven at Gmail is my personal email and you send me stuff. And again, if you send me stuff, I, 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 I throw everything in folders. It's just a habit I've had for many years. I get an email and I take whatever the subject line is. And I have so many folders. I just throw it in short. So, so I even have a folder called not now, you know, it's just something I go, Oh, that's important, but I'm, I'm driving, you know, <laughs> not now. Uh, so, and I know to go back and kind of hit that at the end of the day. So, Uh, Yeah, the best way to send stuff to me is the P. McKnight if you if you're not trying to ask me a question if you ask me questions of P McKnight What I actually do is I forward that to the other email just I just through you know, I try to keep everything set the way I do Um, Cheddar come pal says Five dollars for nam beer and pizza fun. Hey chatter. Would you be upset if I bought a Chapman guitar with that? (laughs) So, you know, I don't drink beer at the nam show. Oh, no, that's I lied. I just lied I don't go out drinking after the Nam show. I have walked around and drank a beer. Um, but it, it ended up with a funny story. I once was at the Nam show and I was super tired and I was having a long day and I had a bunch of appointments. And so there's, if you guys have not, don't know the Nam show, it's a, there's, there's bars. There's like, there's bars throughout the place to get liquor. So I, I drank a beer and I hadn't eaten all day. And, uh, Anyways, I was in a in a booth getting a spiel from a sales rep and I was really tired and kind of burnt out and I was really not digging the the, the, the line of products in him and so what's funny was I was a little tipsy and uh <laughs> and we were walking, he turned the corner to show me the other side of the wall of amps. And I just kept walking. And I actually went out to the front of the thing and went and walked down the street to my hotel room and went to bed. So, and it was funny. The reason the story is funny is because then he, he, he sends me a text and he goes, where did you go? I'm like, and I said, I was kind of done, but I'll talk to you tomorrow about it. So, uh, maybe they, it's not, maybe it's not that funny of a story, but, uh, we backtracks two bucks for the anti Chapman fun. Hey, (laughs) The anti-Chapman fund. Like I said, I, that's, I appreciate what you, what, you, what, what you, but yes, thank you. So I'll put that towards something, not Chapman. Uh, oh, here's a good question. Monty wants to know, hey, hello, Philip. Ha, have you ever tried the Crate Palomino amp? Yes, the Palominos are great amps. Towards the end, Fender was making some really interesting tube amps. You know, uh, the Palominos were one of those. Palominos to me fall in the category of uh, the, some of the really good uh, um, um, PV amps, like uh, the Classic Series. Um, affordable, look kind of cool, they look legit, they, uh, they sounded good, and now you can find them for very inexpensive. So, are they amazing? You know, that's an argument for the ages. Can you legitly gig with them? Are they a legitimate product that you can use? Do they have, the, are they good pedal platforms? All those things are the answer is yes and sometimes you can pick them up so cheap it's hilarious so which i always tell everybody kind of look in that stuff you know look into that stuff you know if it's, it doesn't fit your needs you know i understand but boy some of that stuff is really good for the price Think at this i've seen tube amps i had this uh, funny story i had this i saw a tube amp a couple weeks ago and it was so inexpensive that i figured out that you couldn't buy the tubes for what the guy was trying to sell the amp for and the amp sat for two weeks and i thought now, I get it. I know the tubes are in the amp or used and they don't have the same value as a new set of tubes. But you understand what I'm saying, right? That's like saying, hey, there's a guy trying to sell a car for less than four tires. <laughs> so, and cheap tires, four cheap, you know what I mean? Uh, so and, and not a non-working car, like I said, a working car. So, there you go. uh kenny's saying nothing wrong with the old and new korean chapmans the new indonesian ones look uh horribly constructed well that's why i'm curious you guys ask me about chapman guitars in korea the problem is is that if i review chapman guitars in korea my personal i'm biased not because of chapman i'm biased because of the korean guitars there's two manufacturers in korea both make fantastic guitars if it's a dud guitar it's just it's just because that one's bad but as a manufacturer the process they're very consistent and very good quality Indonesian guitars like chinese guitars are they go the gamut there's really good and then there's not so awesome and so they can you know they can swing in between so that's why i'm curious let's 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 try a new product that has a nathan's uh adding to the chapman fund do you think customer direct companies have a have a place should have booths at nam do you think customer direct companies have a place should they have booths at nam so let's you know, call a spade a spade. So obviously that's the first runner up for that is Kiesel. Kiesel has a giant booth at NAMM. It's a very impressive booth. They have all their product and they don't sell the dealers. It's a dealer show and they don't sell the dealers. Uh, do they have a place? Absolutely. Um, because I like the ability to touch the product. Plus, here's their math. They're, they're, they're not dumb. And I, I I have not talked to them about this, so I don't know. But I'm going to tell you what I think. What I think is the reason why Kiesel has a booth at the NAMM is one, there's NAMM coverage, which is a, is a, is is important coverage, right? You never know when you know you're going to get coverage, especially now with YouTube. Some YouTuber walks by, does your booth? There you go, more coverage. Um, plus, you're uh, you're going to know, uh, yeah, yeah. It's a dealer show, but it's also a guitar trade show, which means the odds are you have a high probability of coming across a guitar player. So if there's a hundred thousand people that walk through that place, let's assume through some, some system of just guessing that um, 40,000 are guitar players. Why not? You know, the rest will be, let's say they're their piano and, and orchestra and drum and whatever, you know, through the, all the other instruments combined, but guitar is the most predominant instrument. Unfortunately, DJ is probably a big section of that stuff too, but let's say there's 40,000 guitar players and let's cut that number in half. Let's say there's 20,000 guitar players. They're actually, if you think about it, actually what Kiesel's doing is better than probably what everybody else at NAMM Show, show is doing. Kiesel's like, hey, all we got to do is sell X amount of guitars. We pay for the booth and we're flush. So uh, so a zero cost sum for them. So th- they're just trying to get access to guitar players. That'd be my guess. And I, I don't know many other uh, uh, vendors at the show that are direct to consumer only that that are doing the show. Um, there probably is a couple more, but that's the big one. So yeah, I think they're sort of place because they want to try to sell guitars to to people. And Kiesel is really trying to adapt the brand. You know, Carvin Forever was like the like a lot of companies. They were the really good, inexpensive version of something else. They had a PRS kind of guitar. They had a Jackson kind of guitar. They always had a good kind of guitar. You know, I might upset some some Carvin people. But like I said, if you get upset about this stuff, don't don't take it personal. I, don't, I mean, no offense to anybody. I, you know, I I not everybody likes what i like either but um but kiesel i think is my impression of watching them is they're really trying to create a new kind of they're not trying to create affordable product they're they're just they're trying to create good product it just happens to be on the lower price scale of whatever else is competing with based i and the reason i say that is because i bet you through time they'll keep raising their prices to eventually they're a premium brand that's i And I think Jeff, I've seen Jeff say that's not really the intention. He's trying to keep it modest and affordable. And I think he'll keep to that But because it'll always be a little better. But I I wouldn't be shocked one day if Kiesel is the same price as like Comparison and uh, Mayones and am I saying that right? I always say Mayonnaise, whatever. Uh, And other brands that to have that same kind of vibe and look. And so you never know. You never know. Uh, sorry, I'm going dormant. There's just so many questions. All right, let's see if we got this one. This one is. So I'm going to say Mark Markhor Markhor sixty six did a super chat. Hey Phil, did you ever? Have you ever played a Strandberg guitar? Any thoughts on them? I've played, uh, so I've done a video. So, you know, if you look it up in my catalog, I did five things you don't know about Strandberg guitar. I have a friend who's a guitar instructor who plays a Strandberg eight string guitar. Um, and I've played uh, at the booth. I played the six and seven string Strandberg guitar. I've played his eight string extensively. I'm not a big fan of eight strings. I like sevens. If I was going to own eight string, I would own a Strandberg. That guitar plays uh, amazing with that Crazy neck, whatever they call that. There's a name for the neck. I said it in the video. Um, no, very cool guitars. And and their new Korean ones are very good too. Uh they have a Korean line of guitars and they're expensive, like fourteen hundred dollars, fifteen hundred dollars, but it's comparative. Fifteen hundred dollars to what? The three to I think I think Matt paid three or four thousand for his and his isn't even the crazy expensive one. So yeah, very good quality. Uh, and very cool neck if that's something you're thinking about uh, here's my here's my here's the advice I can give you That's maybe better than all that Most people look at that and either cringe like with the I, I can't even I don't understand this or they look at it and they think This is exciting if you have a kind of a, a, a Excitement when you're looking at them. I would say check them out or get one if you're cringing don't don't try it Because it's probably not gonna win you over <laughs> But if you're thinking it's kind of exciting you'll I think you'll find it interesting. I am um, I had no real interest in it and i still think it's interesting but it's just not my not my thing uh i don't i'm not gonna play any string guitar uh, especially hanging out with somebody who plays an a-string guitar really well it's a really just depressing because you know <laughs> and he plays Tosin abasi stuff like Tosin abasi does so uh, you know so when you watch somebody play at that level the uh, Hey Phil, uh, Mojo Penguin says, "Hey Phil, what? Hey Phil, what do you think of Music Man? They are, they are with Fender, one of the only companies doing well for guitars as well as basses. things. Yeah, they seem to be doing well. Music Man's a very good company. Quality is definitely there. They're they're very good quality. Uh, and, and and I say that I, I've had good experience with Music Man. Setting them up, uh, the ones I've owned. My buddy Joe had a Petrucci that he hated because it, it didn't play right." um that that's gonna happen you know I'm, and he even thinks about getting another one because you know he's thinking he just got a dud um but good good quality stuff i had a Petrucci seven string guitar for a long time and the quality on that was amazing fantastic guitar i um, not sure if i miss it uh, just because i didn't play seven string very much anymore so I, I currently have three seven strings and i i'm trying to get down to one because Gabriel's got a question uh, says, Hey, Phil, what is your opinion on guitar purist and corksniffers? You know, what's interesting about that is that's, that's where I don't enjoy the, the, the guitar community. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not of the, uh, the personality of the you're with us or against us or it's good or it's bad. I'm with the adage uh, that, um, each experience is individual and that sounds like a cop-out. So let me give you a, a more straightforward answer. I really dislike people who buy cheap guitars and cheap pedals and tell everybody who buys expensive stuff that they're idiots and they're falling for some kind of trick. I really don't enjoy people who buy expensive stuff and tell people who have inexpensive stuff that they don't have a good ear and they can't hear the difference. My personal experience, and the reason I don't like that is because my personal experience has been exactly that. Some stuff is amazing at a low price and some stuff is amazing at a high price, but the truth of it for, for most people is... It's about where where the the par, you know, where good is. And and I know where good is. You know what I mean? Everybody I think everybody who's walked in a music store for a couple hours can figure out where good price guitars, pedals, and amps sit. And as as you go, okay, this is good. And then if you go up your price, yeah, it gets a little better. And then after that it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. But then it doesn't have to because you know, you you'll talk yourself into the you're you're your worst friend. You'll talk yourself into the worst ideas ever. You know, um, I do it all the time. I was just talking to Tonking King last night and I was mentioning my gems uh, about the fact that they're crazy expensive and I have them. And um, But it's because it just reminds me of guitars when I was a kid. And so when people tell me they're overpriced and they're junk, I don't ever get upset because I'm like, I-, I can't even argue that they're wrong. I just argue that, but that's not why I bought them. So uh, so yeah, so to ask, answer your question, and cork Sniffers, Yeah, I just don't like anybody who's not open-minded to to at least hear an idea or at least say, you know, hey, you have your opinion. I have mine. We go on our own ways. Um, And also, the other reason is, too, is I don't want to eat crow, man. You know, sometimes you sometimes you, you sometimes a piece of gear will change your mind. I've had that experience many times in my life. I pick up a piece of gear. And both directions, I have picked up gear that it's really expensive that I thought was stupid and I go, wow, I guess I'm wrong. This is, this is is th- There's a magic to this. And I've done the same thing with cheap gear. I've said, oh, this is junk. And then I pick it up and I go, this is good. So you got to be open-minded and take everything case by case. Uh, Beatmaster says, Phil, do you own a Firebird? I don't. I've never even owned one. Never saw one on your wall. If not, any particular reason? No, I'm not real big into big pointy guitars. Uh, I sit and play. They don't really feel comfortable for the most part sitting and playing for me. That's it. Cool looking guitars, but how are we doing on time? We have seven minutes. Let's do this. Yeah. See, Kenny B says, play what you can afford. Play what sounds good to you. Great advice, Kenny. See what great advice. In fact, yes, <laughs> it's better said than I said it. So thank you. Yes. you. you, you that's exactly it. You, you know, um, You know, everybody has a different reasoning for buying what they buy. And, but it's definitely not because, you know, you have to pay a lot of money to get good stuff nowadays. There's just no, that's, that's, those days are definitely gone. You can get anything good at any price. Luke David said, firebirds are amazing. I've worked on a few pixie licks. What's up? Seven minutes. Looks like I'm late. Yeah, pixie. I got, I got stuff to do today, unfortunately. So it's gotta, it's gotta stay around an hour. Okay, so uh, at, at, I'm gonna say, Evitus says, Phil. Any chance you will ever get, we will ever get to see an unbiased review of the Head Rush versus the Helix? I can't think of anywhere but your channel where we'd ever get to see one. You know, that's an interesting thing. So, you know, I, this is something I've been toying around for, for a while. I actually have a couple friends that have different things. I have a friend that has a. Uh, um, a Kemper and loves it. I have a friend who has an Axe effects and love it. I, I have a friend who has a Helix and I've been thinking to Mike, I don't want to review them, but I would like to get those three people together and have an open discussion about them and talk about what it is that they like about them and maybe do some quick comparisons. And I think that would be an interesting video. And the reason is, is here's why I have trouble reviewing them. I try to be educated about what I review and that stuff is just not stuff I can grab for two and three weeks and go, oh yeah, I got a total handle on this. I mean, you have to, you know, you have to figure that stuff out. So, um, and so, yeah, I'm I'm curious, but I'm curious too. (laughs) Terry Bear says, here you go, Phil, from Musician's Friend. Is that the link to that guitar I was talking about? Nice. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Sean Blues, Terry Bear, is that that GNL? Yeah, see that it, it you, right? You guys, if you guys are looking at that link, you'll see what I'm talking about. 350. It's a cool color. It's like a, you know, kind of misty metallic green. Uh, it's got the humbucker in the neck. It's got a cool maple neck. Um, uh, 350 free shipping. See, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. So, guitars like that kind of scare me because I go, oh, I'll get that guitar and then I'll like it so much I'll sell my expensive telly, which Maybe it won't be a bad thing. Yeah, see, it is the telly because I saw somebody say hey, it's a sweet telly. Uh, I've been asked this question a lot. I'm gonna answer it one more time. It says, "Hey Phil, have you ever considered building an amp kit yourself?" I have not. Um, uh, not for any particular reasons. Just I just haven't haven't decided to do it. So, um, if I did do it though, I would do a video. uh terry says no it's it's to the fender Tele deluxe p90 equipped black dove oh wow cool somebody said pixie riffs dude pixie that's the name pixie riffs although that sounds weird too <laughs> you yeah, come to my channel and i do riffs of pixies <laughs> i don't know Now, Kiss fan site says build a pedal before you build an amp. I build a couple of pedals. Pedal kits are fun. You just try them and do them. Uh, and you learn a lot. What you learn is the components are easy. It's easy to put together. And uh, so the magic in what you're paying for is not in the components, which everybody likes to talk about. They go, oh, it's only $30 in components. What a ripoff. I'm like, yeah. But it's really the time it takes moving those components around and trying out the different components and kind of figuring out. And then also having an ear that detects when you've hit the right like It's like a chef. You can follow the ingredients all day long and you can say, hey, everybody can just take the ingredients and make a, a dish. But it, you got to have some skills, too. Mark says, Phil, line six and five. I have one. I love it. If you can find them, they are cheap, get one. Um, you know, I think there's still a hundred bucks out there. That's the price. I recommend it. Okay. And Oh, Mikey, uh, Mikey Newman says ordered a pixie and tone King. Know your Gear t-shirts. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that did pretty good. I was, I was excited about that campaign. Um, that we did with those, those, uh, mashup brands. And, uh, and, uh, TK and I were talking about last night, you know, a couple of people asked, they said, Hey, they kind of missed it. Paydays, whatever, all these other scenarios, what do we do? Another campaign? And I thought, well, you know, I can't, I can't do a campaign unless the other side agrees, you know, that's just the on- honor bound system. I said, you know, we're, we're, we're sharing those dollars that are coming from those to share our channels and stuff um i take everybody else's brand seriously and so they take my brand seriously too and what we do so uh and he was up for it so if you guys think that's a good idea put that in the comments if you'd like to see one more run maybe for the holidays if for anybody who missed getting one of those shirts um because like i said we we just don't want to run them all the time we're never we're, it's not at one time and never do it again it's just it'll be limited when we do them so just something fun for the people that think it's funny or interesting. I, I love wearing it. I think it's cool because it's it's funny. Okay. And Oh, Ricky asked me if I tried the Wampler uh, amp yet. No, I haven't. Not at all. Very curious. I see it everywhere and I think about it. At the NAM show, there's not really, you know, it's hard to, hard to try it. And there's definitely no dealers for it for around where I'm at. ed bailey says phil ever play a 35 inch scale bass yep absolutely i've had a bunch of modulus 35 uh, inch scale basses for five strings bought one i might have a bit off when i can chew uh what's the difference oh, oh an inch makes um yeah it's really for the five for the, the b string you're i'm assuming you have a five string on that instrument i mean you might have a four string it's really not useful if you have a four string it's really useful for the five string what does it do it makes that b string string sound more tight and round uh gives it better uh tonality um but i've learned because i agree with you ed i don't it's kind of sucks you have the bass and i want to talk you out of it but i've done the same problem i had uh i had the same problem with the 35 it's just too much it's just too much work uh even though it sounded better so i learned just to to shop around until you find that right uh five string that sounds good at at 34 inches and uh we backtrack says i ordered today i ordered today T-shirts which stay filled. Know, know what I mean. McKnight Henning. What, that's what she said. Polly Pixie Dude Licks. You'll get them. Oh, okay, cool. That's cool. So the shirt says, you know what I mean. McKnight Henning. That's what she said. Pixie Dude Licks. <laughs> that's cool. Um, and... What will we do for the last question? Let's see if we can find a good one. All right. I know I'm scrolling. I hate it when I go quiet, guys. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to. Somebody's talking about Carvin Jones. Yeah, Carvin Jones is a local guy here. He's amazing. Okay. Uh, so the question was, the question I'm going to go with for the last one was, did you, it was from Maddie. Did, hey, Phil, did you manage to talk to Marshall at GitCon about upcoming lower water jams? Um i didn't i got the impression from them they were really just pushing code marshall seems to just really be pushing code so i haven't heard anything other than just that so you know nothing really exciting from the marshall camp we'll see what happens at nam you know they can always shock us i say that every year i go to the booth every year and hope for the best and and uh you know every year you know we'll see I'm still looking forward to it, but to be honest with you, I, I don't think I care anymore. And for myself, at this point, I'm almost—I'd uh, be almost a little sad if I got to the Marshall booth and they made something cool because I found my Friedman amp, and I'm really happy with that. That's my Marshall sound, and I really, really like it. So, Pixie's like no live show, no live show, Pixie tonight. How yeah, he's got a family event. Yeah, so that's what I have going on tonight too. So. Alright guys, again, if you uh, didn't hear the announcement for the winners of the contest, that's at the beginning of this video. Um, and uh, and uh, I just want to thank everyone who, who entered that contest, the the Sharpen My Axe. Uh, like I said, let me know in the comments down below. I really think, once I, th- these five ones are going to be a really intense thing for me, but once I get past this and we do this for the contest, maybe this is something I want to do once a month. So let me know what you think about doing that. We'll see how it goes too. You know, it's a little premature to talk about, but I think it's going to be fun. Um, so again, I want to thank everybody who entered the contest. Uh, it was—I know it takes a lot of time, and I know it takes, especially you guys, took pictures of your guitars and you guys wrote me, uh, uh, you know, long uh, comments and stuff. And I, I appreciate all that time because, like I said, now I'm, I'm, I promise to read them all, and if I can re- respond to some of them, I, I will. But. i'll I'll do my best that was a lot 3000 is a lot um and uh and congratulations to the winners and and thank you to the ones that have gotten back with me and uh, like i said i'll keep everybody updated on the nerd whammy if 801 guitars doesn't get uh, in touch with me i'll pick another winner winner for that pedal and we'll ship that out and uh, i want to thank uh the guys that hung out with me last night again on patreon uh you guys were awesome and that was a great hangout and i want to thank everybody on patreon and uh and everybody who watches the channel and supports it uh, that's important to me again. And uh, and uh, again, as always, I, I want to thank you guys for your time. And until next time, we'll know your gear.